Welcome to the Inspire Teachers Head podcast. We are Kim Wilkins and Laura Woldridge, just two teachers trying to podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Can't believe it. It's here. All right. Today we have an episode that will start your new year in a great way. The content of today's episode is all about setting goals. To help us learn about this topic, we have a guest. Our guest today is Chris Moyer. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. Thank you. So, Chris, this is a topic that is important to educators because as teachers, we have personal goals and then we have um, classroom goals and student individual student goals and systemic goals. And so I think we need to think about that on a personal level and a systemic level and also individual student level. So we heard from Laura's husband, Brock, that you were quite inspiring. And that's what we like to do is inspire on this podcast. So we wanted to invite you on here. Um, yeah, that, great. Yeah, well, I'm excited to uh, dive into goal setting for everybody. Thank you. Yeah. So why don't you let everybody know kind of about yourself, how you got started, um, your background a little bit? Yeah. So I am a, uh, I have a W-2 job by day and I work in the real estate business by nights and weekends. And I met Brock, uh, call it 12 years ago in the bowling industry when I, when I ran a bowling center in Paragold, Arkansas. And throughout the years, I, I've done a variety of things. And uh, today I work for the largest bowling manufacturer in the world uh, through my day job called Cubic AMF. And then a lot of the real estate stuff at night. And my mentor, Rod Khalif, is really big into goal setting, understanding your why, and, and just figuring out where you want to be in life. Um, because if you don't really know where you're going, you, you really can't leave the house. You just end up going in a circle and, and ended up just right back home. So um, that's who's really inspired me to you know set goals, understand why I want to get there, where I want to be in X amount of years. And uh, just, you know, really took me down that path. And it's, it's really changed my life. Oh, that's that You're speaking my language. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So tell us how we, um, like what, what's our first step, how do we get started and kind of lead us through the process? <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think to start, you know, you got to take a piece of paper or something and just write down everything you want. And it doesn't matter if it's material things, if it's um, places you want to go, people you want to see, things you want to do in life, you know, write it all down and just and just get it on paper. Because I think some of us are even scared to talk about what we actually really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think people people have this cliche thing to where it's it's like, hey, you know, I, I want to do all these things, but people are going to look at me weird if I say that or or an all. And. And you just need to get it on paper. I, I think that's super important because then you're being honest with yourself. And then mm-hmm. after that, once you, you figure out everything you want out of life and whether it's something that you want to do, you know, right away, maybe this year, or next year, just get it all down and then and then put some timelines behind it because goals have to be a achievable, which almost anything is achievable in life. 
And then B, you have to put a timeline on it because if you don't put a timeline on it, then it, you don't really know like, well, where do I want to be when, you know, it's kind of like heading to the grocery store. Like you want to get there in 15 minutes. You want to get there in six years. And, <laughs> and you, you, right. got, you know, you, you got to know how, you know, when you actually want to achieve that goal. And, and that's a big, you know, big two steps to just, you know, getting started and understanding that. Um, and when, then we, after, when we make our lists, Chris, do we mix professional and personal all together or do we make separate lists? Uh, you know, I started out a year and a half ago when I did this. I just had it all kind of mixed together. Okay. Uh, but but now as you know my business has grown and all that I actually uh have a little whiteboard to the right of me with four different columns of my 2024 goals that way I I just you know it's it blocks it up a little bit so from a teacher perspective I can kind of see you know having hey my personal what do I want to do in in you know in the the classroom with my students maybe what I want to do um, beyond that, you know, whether you have a side hustle, maybe you have just that awesome hobby that you want to take to the next level, whatever that may be. So splitting it up, you know, can maybe, you know, make it just a little bit better organized as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, we definitely have categories. Like we have our, excuse me, I'm getting over a cult. We have, um, you know, our profession, our personal goals, health and family and you know, financial and whatnot, and then school. And then we have our side hustle that tends, seems to be growing our little yeah. podcast. And so we, I, I think that's probably a, our mindset is to keep it more organized. And I think mm -hmm. the people that we talked, the people who listen to our podcast are probably very similar to us in that they, you know, they've got school goals and kid goals and, you know, if we have administrators, they're going to have system goals. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think kind of having a a system for organizing those. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to give you an example, I'll, I'll just look over here. Uh, you know, I have my personal goals. I have my goals that I want to accomplish for my W-2 job. I have my goals for um, a few. I have three different side hustles. So I have my goals for my three different side hustles. So combined, you know, I have like these five different buckets of goals and opportunities that I want to have in 2024 and then um, broken out into, you know, five different areas of what I want to accomplish. Uh, and then after that, you know, and then after that, it's it's a little you can dive in a little bit deeper in each of those goals on a plan on how you're going to get there. So what's it going to take to, um, you know, get you know, whatever that goal is, you know, how, you know, how long it's, you know, you're going to, you already have what the goal is and how long it's going to take or how long you want to accomplish it. And then now what's the plan behind it in order to achieve that goal. And, and that takes a little bit, you know, longer to do a little bit better understanding uh, sometimes, you know, being brutally honest with yourself on, you know, how I'm going to get there and what I have to, uh, you know, what, you know, what I have to possibly give up and, and why I want to get there. And, and that and that's a you know, that kind of leads me into that next spot is, um, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. We, we have kids. I have two kids myself and a wife. And, um, you know, I have a full time job plus three side hustles. And, um, you know, sometimes you end up having to give something up. So, you know, what what you might be giving up? Um, is it worth it to get to that goal to give that whatever that thing is up? Um, is a big piece of it. And then the, and then the why behind it. So why do you want to achieve that goal? 
Um, you know, and, and that's powerful because if you don't know why, then you, you'll never end up, uh, doing it at, at the end of the day. Oh, I yeah, love it's easy to let those. <laughs> I love it that you said, um, you mix goals with opportunities when you were talking about a goal. And I think that's good to keep in our mind that this is an opportunity for growth and, um, and that why I, I totally agree with you. It's so important to consider why we want this goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I think sometimes we think we want something without really understanding why we want that thing. And, and it could be a thing or, um, you know, a it, it doesn't have to be a material thing. It could be just anything out there. But you, you may think to yourself, I really, really want that. But if and then when you, you then you sit down and be like, well, why do I actually want that? And you don't have anything powerful behind it. You could end up going down a road that you end up to a goal and you end up getting it and then you're not satisfied or fulfilled. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's and that's definitely a spot you don't want to be in is to where you work so diligently and so hard towards something in life. And then you get there and it's not even fulfilling or, or you ended up not even wanting it. And, and and that's why that why is super important. OK, so we tend to have this imposter uh, feeling like I'm not worthy of that. I can't do that. There's no way I can do that. People are going to think I'm crazy if that, that's if I voice that this is a goal of mine. Like very insecure. So how do you address those insecurities that people have when they think to themselves, you know, I'd really, I would really enjoy that, or I'd really like to be able to do that particular thing, and then this doubt, this voice of doubt creeps in and says, you know, you're not, you're not cut out for that. That's not, that's not for you. Or so do you have anything to speak to that? Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I'd say the big thing is, um, you know, it, it's not easy to get over self-doubt and, and self-confidence and all. So what I would say to that is, you know, likely those are our larger goals that that you're self-doubting about. Maybe it's, um, you know, starting a completely new business that that costs money. Maybe it's something about, you know, earning X amount of dollars per year. You know, usually those goals that we have doubts on are, are likely bigger goals. So what I would tell somebody is, is knock off some smaller things first and, and start to grow your confidence. It's, and, and how I relate to that is, is kind of like at the gym, you know, when you go to the gym and you want to start running, uh, you cannot go and run a half marathon. The first time you go to a gym, it takes, you have to kind of build up that muscle, build up that strength and build up that stamina to get there. So knock off some smaller goals first that you want to achieve that are taking you along the road towards that larger goal. So whether, you know, and, and there, there, there's a plethora of all these different things out there that, that people maybe want to get to. So um, start, you know, if, if you struggle with the, the self-doubt, start small and, and work your way towards something larger. And, and the other thing I tell, tell people is, is we um, grossly overestimate what we could do in a year and grossly underestimate what we could do in five or 10. So, um, you know, know that, you know, it's it takes time to get there. Um, so sometimes it's hard to get something done in a year. It's really easy to get something done in five or ten and, um, you know, have that confidence and know that that, you know, other people are, are doing it as well and, and set that plan together. And so, you know, maybe it's not something that you do in 2024 
you know, maybe there's plans you have for yourself that you, you don't get done till 2027. Um, and, and I have those myself. So, you know, I know there's things that I have super lofty goals that there's no way I can do in a year, but I'm building up towards those that way in four or five or seven years, I can definitely get there. Oh, yeah. And so it's that, realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a bit, be realistic with yourself. You know, understand that, hey, you know, we're we're parents, mothers, fathers, uh, you know, work, you know, we're working full time jobs. We're doing side hustles like, you know, there are only so much time in the, you know, time in the day, day in the week. Um, and, and just know that, you know, you can accomplish a lot in five years, uh, but don't, you know, don't try to accomplish it all at this goal setting and put every, you know, all 22 goals that you wrote down, don't put them all down in the first two years uh, because then you're going to think to yourself in a year, well, I didn't get anything done. And, and you did, but so you got to, you got to look at, at that good side too, you know, in a year from now, you know, you're not going to hit every single goal that you made in, you know, today. So if you started making your goals today and we're talking in a year from now, you're not going to hit every single goal you made in the first year. Um, but mm -hmm. you likely had did 40, 50, 70 percent of those goals. So then go back and look at all the things that you accomplished and look at the, uh, you know, look at the gain that you did and don't look at that, you know, that little gap that's missing. And mm -hmm. I think that's a, a big piece of, you know, building confidence and saying, oh, yeah, I looked at all this. You know, look at all these great things that I did, um, you know, versus focusing on just a few things that you didn't do. Yeah. That's I need. Well, to you that. need to come speak to kids because <laughs> we live in a world where, especially high school, junior high kids, and um, and college students, where everything's instant. You know, we do it; it's there instantly. And I don't think that's a message that um, mm. our young people really understand and can comprehend because they that's not they want it now and. Most things are at their fingertips. So that's a that's a really good life skill that we need to be passing along as well, I think. Yeah, I think there's a go ahead. I, I was going to say something really quick. There's a fantastic book out there called The Gap in the Gain. And I had both of my kids read it. And, um, you know, it's essentially, you know, it's in a very it, it's a it's a longer book than what I'm going to make it sound like. Um but in essence, it's a way to look at the gain in your life and not the gap. And I think far too often uh, people that, uh, you know, don't have self-confidence and all that. Not that there's probably some other things that are construed in there. Uh, but I think just as, as human beings, we tend to look at the, the gap and not the gain. You know, we tend to look at mm -hmm. what we've missed out on and that, you know, that FOMO that everyone talks about uh, versus looking at just all the gains that we that we've done. So uh, often, um, you know, I, I, I really like to talk about the, the gains that we that we've had, the gains that my kids have had, um, the gains that my wife and I've had. And, and I don't tend to look at the gap, which is, you know, possibly what, um, you know, what what we didn't accomplish this year or something like that. So, you know, I have goals behind me right here that I did not hit this year. Uh, so I can either look at it and say, well, I didn't hit that goal that I wanted to hit, or I can look at it and say, man, I got that close to it. And this is where I've grown um, in, in these ways. And, and that's just a very different mentality, but it takes a complete mind shift change uh, yeah. to get there. Now, our friend Amy says, you know, it's, that's a practice skill that when we're shifting that mindset. Um, and I think that would be great for that looking at the gain and not the gap will be a 
a huge mindset with looking at our individual students, looking at our individual growth as a professional and just as a human being at home. Um, but that's going to take a lot of practice to get out of that. I, I, I just picture myself, I'm usually attending to that gap. And so um, that will be something that I need to practice a lot. We, we, we as humans, you know, are naturally just look at the gap. You know, you, you take a look at most news stories, look at the gap and not the gain. You know, you, you look at most social media looks at the gap and not the gain um, all the time. So it's every it's everywhere. So it's not it's not anything, um, you know, I, it, it's nothing that's negative towards anybody because it, it's naturally what, um, unfortunately, society has grown us up to. And and, you know, going back to the whole goal setting thing. Um, you know, if, if you were the news story, typically they would look at, you know, I set 10 goals this year and I only hit three. So they wouldn't look at the three. They would write the story about why I didn't hit the seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we want to we want the news and everyone else to look at the three that you did hit. So then the next year you can reset your goals, restart it and continue on it. Uh, because if you know, going back to the goal setting piece, if you set yourself 10 goals and you only hit three, if you. That, that's great that you hit three, because likely if you didn't hit set the goals, you would have hit zero. So right. that's what how you have. That's how you have yes. to look at that is like, OK, you know, I, I, I hit three goals. That's fantastic. Um, but if you look at I, I, hit, I didn't hit seven goals, you're not going to you're not going to set goals next year because you're going to be like, oh, this was a waste and blah, blah, blah. And, and it wasn't because you hit three goals that you would have likely never hit to begin with. So mm-hmm. the, the mind, the mindset and the goal setting all wrap in together. Um, otherwise, if you don't go in with the right framework and the right understanding, you're going to do it one year and then never do it again. So that's why I want to make sure that, you know, we wrap both those together into uh, you, they're both really important in order to be a successful goal setter uh, year after year after year. Because this isn't just one thing you want to do at the end of 23. This should be something that you do, uh, you know, possibly weekly, monthly, yearly and beyond. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I pulled up that book, The Gap and the Goal. Is that what it's called? The Gap and the Gains? Yeah. Yes. We'll link that one. Um, I've already got it in my list. It's by <laughs> Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. So mm-hmm. we it's, it's on my list. I will be reading that, and we'll link that in, in our show notes. You're then, right. It's very easy to look at what we haven't done, mm-hmm. or if we hear – Three positive things and one negative thing. It's that one negative thing that, man, it just eats away at us. And so I think that's human nature. And like Laura said, it's really a muscle we have to build Mm -hmm. to kind of change our mindset. Yep, it it is. And and they talk about in the book about catching yourself when you do that. And, and And I do it to this day. Um, you know, I've had that book and, and a few other books that have really changed my mindset. And uh, to this day, I'll be sitting there complaining about something to myself in my head. And then I just catch myself and I say, Chris, what are you doing? Stop. And, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I sit back, reset myself and go because you, you're that's just it's it, it's not an easy muscle. It's, you know, I'm, I'm 35 years old. You know, you're talking 33 years or more. Uh, you know, a negative, you know, the negative muscle, you know, looking at it from a, a, a bad perspective. So it's going to take time and it's, it's okay to, you know, have, you know, have those issues to where, Hey, I looked at, you know, I had that day where I just, you know, just a bad day, you know, we all have those. And, um, 
you know, the difference is, is, you know, resetting yourself and saying, okay, you know, yeah, you know, my mindset wasn't good that day or whatever it might be, or I didn't hit my goals. Um, I, I, it's just not a good day, but resetting yourself and say, Hey, what was still good about that day? What, what can I do better moving forward? And, and that's the, the, the mindset piece and the goals and all that, that, that all wrap around that. Oh, I love that. I just see so many, so so many opportunities to use this on myself. And then um, as teachers, you know, with behavior conferences and with just little things that come along the way um, in our teaching that we can teach this mindset to kids. It really is. Yeah. I I wish I would have, uh, I wish I would have read the book 15, 20 years ago. If the, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm one of those people that I, I think the only w- reason you're you're somewhere is because of the, the experience that you've had and all that. So I, I don't regret anything ever. But um, I, I do think that that book and, and others, you know, could possibly change mass, you know, lives, especially, uh, you know, when you're younger and you're, you're growing. And, you know, imagine the mindset that you'd have at 16 if you could take that and where you'd be at 30 versus just reading it at 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just such, it would have such an impact. So. Okay. So we have to, we list our goals and then we develop some kind of timeline for it and then a plan for mm-hmm. attaining it. What else do we yep. need to know? Um, you know, and then you have to start executing the plan is, is, is what I'd say. So, you know, start, start working towards, you know, whatever it might be and, and whatever those goals are, what are you going to do to achieve those every day? And, um, you know, a couple of the things that remind us of those goals that I do, uh, is I, I keep my, uh, my yearly goals and beyond my year goals behind me on a, on that. I have my monthly goals, uh, sitting on a different whiteboard, um, you know, that way I know where I want to be that month. That way, every day when I walk into my office, um, subconsciously, my mind is seeing all these goals everywhere. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing and working towards. This is what I'm supposed to be doing and working towards in five years from now. And and whatever that is, um, if what I'm doing is not working towards those goals, I have to sit back and rethink, well, why am I doing it? Um, you know, so, you know, really, you know, really staying conscious about, you know, where you want to be and, and keeping all those top of mind. So seeing your goals every day or every week is super important. Uh, you know, that way you're reminded of it all the time and your subconscious is going to remember it too. Um, and then you could go even a step further uh, and find pictures of your goals. Maybe it's, um, you know, if you want to read 30 books this year, you know, grab a photo of a ton of books mm-hmm. and then if you want to, you know, I, I have a goal, you know, I have some, uh, I have some toy goals of, you know, I want to own a cyber truck, you know, I want to, um, I have some network goals, I have, you know, some travel goals about going to Italy, and uh, I want to go to Japan and Spain and some other places. So, you know, I have a lot of photos around, of, you know, Italy and a train ride of Spain, I have, uh, I want to go to Australia. So I have a photo of downtown Sydney. Um, you know, and so I'm reminded all the time of where do I want to go and the things that I should be doing should be pushing me towards those goals, uh, you know, every day, really. And that's 
that's where we get it. I mean, it's many goals are marathons, and so it takes the daily work to get there. Um, I love it that it you reminds me. Of the book. Go ahead, Kim. It reminds me of the book Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. It's just this little thing that you do, one small thing, and they build. Yes, absolutely, and that's and that's exactly how the goal setting works. You should, you know, if you have a, uh, you know, I, I'm a real estate guy, so I'm going to talk a little bit in in the real estate mind, in mindset. So, you know, I have a goal in five years of getting to uh, 1,000 apartment doors, um, which is owning a thousand apartments, uh, you know, throughout the country. So, but that's a, it's actually a three year goal. So that's my three year goal. But my one year goal is getting to 250 additional doors next year then my in-between goal is going to be getting to about 300 to 350. And then I'll have another goal that gets me 400 to 450. Between those three, it builds up over three years to get to the thousand. So that's the plan and that's the implementation. So then somebody asks, well, how are you going to get to 250 this year? Well, I have a couple of things in place, creating a team. I have a couple of different ways that we're going to different conferences. So I have this full plan set up where, okay, these are the steps I'm going to take to reach the first goal. And then those steps are going to build to reach the second goal, which will then get me to my third, which is the huge three-year goal. Um, so, you know, those little things that you do every day and every year will build up to those, you know, those larger achievable goals. And so even we could take this to our yearly goal, taking it down to a monthly goal and then weekly goal and, then, you know, that daily attention is where we'll get some momentum. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can definitely, I, I do uh, weekly, monthly, and yearly. And not, I, I don't do my goals, unfortunately, every week. Um, you know, I end up, uh, you know, I end up a little too busy and, and I, I should do it every week. Uh, but every, I do, I write out my monthly goals on my board uh, next to me. That way I know this month, these are all the things that I need to get done. Those monthly goals are driving me towards my yearly goals, and those yearly goals are driving me towards my, you know, five to ten year goals. And that work, planning out the work to get to your goals, will be so vital to intentionally plan. Um, yeah, and it's it's usually little things. You know, it's not you know you know um, it's usually not ginormous steps that we need to take uh, in order to get there. It's usually a, a mindset change is usually doing something a little bit better with your time. Um, you know, wh- whatever it might be. I mean, mine has been this year and the past couple of months, I just wake up earlier every day. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm up by four 30. I'm in the office before five. And when the kids are in school, they're getting up at six fifteen, six thirty. So I have a call it an hour and 45 minutes where there's no emails, no phone calls, no texts, nothing. And I get so much done in that little bit of time. That's been my habit to help create, uh, you know, help me to get to my goals and create the the life that I want to create long term um, by doing something like that. So um, whatever that habit is or whatever that goal is, um, it, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, waking up an, an hour and a half earlier is not you know, anything just massive, you know, crazy thing that I'm doing. It's just a little habit that I created. And now I almost wake up without an alarm at, at 430 at this point. And uh, it's 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 really helped escalate uh, and get me to my goals a little bit quicker. Um, 
but that could be possibly, you know, watching a half hour less of TV instead, maybe reading, you know, if you have a goal of reading more next year and educating yourself, uh, put the phone down, delete TikTok, you know, anything like that can be just that little thing that over the course of 15 minutes every day is, you know, an hour and a half a week, you know, stuff like that is so impactful. Um, so it doesn't take a lot to to really make a big impact over the course of a year. That's so encouraging. I mean, mm-hmm. even a goal can just make a little switch in your daily life uh, will help you attain that big goal. Yeah. You know, think about, you know, so I wake up, you know, say I get an hour and a half of work done six days a week extra. You know, I'm getting in about nine hours a week, which is, um, you know, on a you know four and a half week average a month, I'm getting in an extra an entire week of work than the average person is every month. So I'm getting an extra 12 weeks of work a year done oh. from the average person just by waking up an hour and a half earlier every day. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. So, so, and when you think about it like that, you know, if you were to think about it from the beginning, I'm being like, well, how am I going to get 12 hours, you know, 12 extra weeks of work a year done? You know, your mind will just like, you know, not comprehend it, but then you have to bring it all the way back down to a daily habit. And, and that's where, you know, things like atomic habits, uh, creates, you know, those little, little things can create such a massive impact over, over a year. Oh, this gets me more excited about planning for 2024. <laughs> it does me awesome. too. Uh, yeah, it does. I- Chris, do you have anything else that you think uh, teachers need to hear or any other lasting advice for our listeners? Um, you know, I don't think so. You know, I think the big thing that I wanted to make sure I went over was, you know, seeing your goals every day, whether it's written down, whether it's pictures mm-hmm. and, and all that um, is it, so impactful. And, and, you know, kids love pictures, kids love phones, um, you know, so being able to, you know, I, my background on my phone changes every time I open it with a picture of my goal that's there. So I have, I have all my different pictures that change on my phone every time. So every time I open it, um, you know, so like I open it right now, it has Italy on it and then I open it again and it has, I want to go skiing. Uh, so it has some mountains and somebody skiing on it. My mm-hmm. next one's my Tesla. So, you know, again, that's a, that, that's more of a selfish goal, but um, you know, you gotta have things that you gotta have I mean, things that you want. Um, they're your you know, goals. I, I, yeah, I want to have a plane at some point. So I have a picture of a plane on my phone. Um, you know, just all those random things. I have a picture of Sydney, uh, as I mentioned on here. So, you know, even things like that, you know, things that, um, you, you know, that are so little for even a, uh, you know, uh, you know, every, most kids have phones these days anymore, you know, so even something like that, you can, uh, help somebody create, um, uh, you know, their dream and their goals, you know, by, Hey, you know, put this here and, and, you know, they can see it every day and say, Hey, you know, that's, I really still want that. And maybe that changes over time as you grow up and get older. Uh, But seeing those in different ways, written down photos on your phone, I have Mm -hmm. a, you know, a scrolling picture frame, even um, that's sitting right here that scrolls through all all the different things, you know, it's, it's, it's surrounding me everywhere. Um, And that is such a, it's, that's the part that 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 will help change your mindset is when you're just surrounding yourself with it every day. Oh, yeah, that's great. That is very powerful. Yes, you mentioned 
that you wish you would have read Gap and Gain and some other books. Are there any other books that you would recommend us reading to really get that mind, mind shift change? Um, you know, from the, I'm just looking around on my, I have books sitting everywhere right now. Um, you know, I, I had one, um, as an entrepreneur, I, I don't know how, how relevant it is in general, but one that changed my life in 23 was a book called who not how. And, um, you know, it's a teamwork entrepreneurial book. Uh, you know, essentially exactly what it says is you don't always have to know how to do something. You just have to know who uh, to get that something done. So, you know, and that goes back to like a full teamwork and, and, and all is that you can't do everything yourself. And um, th that's been a big one for me to, you know, trust in others um, mm -hmm. that, you know, give, you know, as long as you, you're, you lead them down the right path and all that, that you, that you can trust others to, to get those things done and partner with people to help get those things done. And, uh, you know, because of that, uh, we've hired four people in our business this year and partnered with some people. And, um, you know, at, because even though I wake up an hour and a half earlier every day on average, I still don't have enough time in the day to get everything done. So, you know, you need, you need help from others. And, um, you know, that's, uh, something who that not, I, I, sorry. Did you say who, not how? Who? Yep. Who not? Yep. Who not? How? Who not? How? Okay. <laughs> yep. And it's a uh, it's actually from the uh, same author, Dan Sullivan. Um, okay. He's he's a huge uh, you know entrepreneur coach person, but it's it's a it's a big one, and it's a uh, mindset that um, is is you know I always thought my whole life that I'd have to do everything myself, and that's you know just not the case. It's it's one that you know I think takes you out of being you know even uh, you know, being very introverted and starts to, you know, you know, broaden your horizon a little bit and, and, you know, reach out to others and let other people help and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I think in, I think in school, um, you know, we have to take tests ourselves. We have to, you know, everything is kind of at the end of the day, very individualistic, you know, when it comes to grading. Um, so, you know, we end up, you know, almost teaching kids that I have to do it myself. I have to take this test myself. I have to do this myself. Um, and this book expands that horizon and says, well, no, you know, even though, you know, some things that you do yourself at the end of the day, you know, your larger life should be built around the people that you want to live it with and, and, and people that can help you as a group really get there, uh, you know, long-term. Okay. Yeah. You've given us some great things to you think have about. Great awesome. things yeah, to think great. about. Yeah, thank you for Especially having me on as today. Teachers. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, we we are all about some goal setting, and we talk about goal setting all the time in education. Um, but I think sometimes we forget as teachers that we need those personal goals as well, and mm -hmm. we kind of put ourselves on the back burner. So I think that's a good thing to think about for yeah, educators. Ab absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, you got to be able to um you, you got to feel fulfilled yourself in order to help others fulfill you know what their goals and needs and wants are and all so um you, you definitely gotta you definitely have to work on yourself as well yeah yeah well thank you for coming on today yeah um, okay. 
All right, listeners, we hope that today has inspired you. I know that it has inspired me, and we just encourage you to really focus your intention um, and get a great game plan for to make 2024 uh, just even better. And just think about, like Chris said, we, we have these yearly goals, and those yearly goals will help us make these five-year goals uh, stronger. So you can't do it all in a year, and that's okay. But think about if you really invest your intention and work into this year, how far it will help you go in the future. So that's all right. right. We hope you have a great um, start back to your, your second semester, and um, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Bye-bye. Bye.